0: On a Thursday morning here at 20 in a row, Wax 104.5. A nice morning. We're going to have a high of about uh, 88. We're in the 60s right now around most of the area. Medford's at 55. Otherwise, everybody in the mid-60s. So, again, we're looking at a pretty nice day today. I did look at the radar earlier this morning. Oh, by the way, it's chore time here at Wax. I'm Bob. And I'm Scott.
1: Did you look at (laughs) radar this morning? I have not looked at radar Boy, yet. I'm just satisfied with what we've got right at the moment.
0: Boy, I looked at radar in west of the Twin Cities out uh, through some of the, what uh, I forgot the towns I was looking at, but familiar towns out west of the Twin Cities. There's rain there, and it's a solid band all the way from southern Minnesota up to the north, but I don't think right. that's going to get here till probably tonight. So another good day of making hay. Man, we've had some good hay-making weather. But then uh, that's going to change. It's going to be kind of spotty for the next uh, five, six days. But, uh, again, first crop, if it's down, get it up today. And I think you'll be pretty darn happy as we uh, have had some haymaking weather. Boy, we didn't have anything like this last year. Remember that? What a struggle it was. It was a terrible struggle.
1: And now I'm sitting here thinking, when you mentioned that band of rain on the way, I said, well, you know, we can kind of use a few drops right now here.
0: Oh, we can use some rain. There's no question about it but uh again we've got uh some some more hay to get down but i think uh farmers will be able to get it up today and then just enjoy it and w- i've watched uh some of that second crop coming on now where they took an awfully nice first crop and boy the second crop is also lush and if we get some rain on it it is going to be
2: beautiful yeah
1: it will be and uh, speaking of beautiful i had a Beautiful, short little conversation with one of the neighbors yesterday, making you hay here. Sonia Kinning was on her way to do oh, some yeah. raking and had a breakdown right in my driveway. Oh, no. <laughs> and so, yeah, and we we had some great, uh, a great little talk. But the haymaking is, boy, it's wrapping up actually the first crop and like you said that second crop is going to be looking nice with some rain
0: yeah i would imagine we must be what 85 percent into the first crop so you know only there are some guys that uh, you know only take a couple crops a year so it's not a first second third crop deal but uh yeah sonia and of course we lost butch butch getting down there in northfield country what was that last year the year before last year already last Uh, year man oh man butch was a Good guy. No question about that. Miss Butch. Always had fun talking to Butch. From yep. Aida Grove, Iowa. I've got relatives. That's <laughs> where, that's part of Iowa where my family is from out in western Iowa. So he always talked about driving. Ah, I drove by, saw Rich's Farm where, where your cousin Rich. And so I said, you stop in. No, I don't have time. Well, I said you better stop. But, again, the good people are kidding though <laughs> don't Absolutely. All Absolutely. right, we've got uh, more farm news to look at. We've got a lot to do this morning. We'll take a look at the calendar. A dairy event going on in Stanley Boyd today. We'll talk about that. So you go have your Revolution coffee, and we'll talk to you in just a few minutes.
1: Absolutely. And big news out of Madison, but again. That's sad news out of Madison in a way, but we have to do what we have to do. Short course, yep. <sighs> Absolutely. Yep. That's... So, yep. Revolution Coffee. I'll have a cup of it right now. Uh, stop by Revolution down on Main Drag and Black River Falls, and they'll treat you right for breakfast and coffee and tea and everything else.
0: Ah, that's good stuff. All right, enjoy it. We'll talk to you after the top of the hour. Will do. There he goes. That's Mr. Scott with us on a Thursday morning here at Wax.
3: A lot of folks around here are breathing easier because of Grace Home Respiratory. They appreciate that Grace Home Respiratory is a local company that puts customer service first. They appreciate that Grace Home Respiratory provides an array of medical equipment, services, and supplies to help their recovery and enhance their quality of life. They appreciate that Grace Home Respiratory has the experience and qualifications that exceed their expectations. So when you need home medical equipment and services, turn to Grace Home Respiratory not only for the equipment you need, but for their dedicated staff of respiratory therapists who are on call 24 hours a day. To find out more, call Grace Home Respiratory at 715-832-7377 or online at ghr-ec.com.
2: Grace Home Respiratory hopes for you, health, and safety in this uncertain time with the COVID-19 pandemic. At Grace Home Respiratory, they know we will get through this together. Wax
4: 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: Once again, we're mostly everybody in the low to mid-60s this morning. Going to get into the upper 80s. More sunshine today. It's going to be another hot day in Wisconsin rain tomorrow and we could use a little rain
5: well i went down to the groundy county auction where i saw something i just had to have my mind told me i should proceed with caution but my heart said go ahead and make a bid on that I know she's got ruby red lips, blonde hair, blue eyes. And I'm about to bid my heart goodbye. Well, the auctioneer was going about a mile a minute. He was taking bids and calling them out loud. And I guess I was really getting in it. Because I just shouted out a buzz. But she won my heart, it was no contest With her ruby red lips, blonde hair, blue eyes Well, I'm about to bid my heart goodbye Yeah, we found love on the auction block And I hauled her heart away Now we still love to laugh about The way we met that day when I said Hey, pretty lady, won't you give me a sign? I'd give anything to make you mine. on mine I'll do your bidding and be at your beck and call Maybe she's a nine, she's a ten, I know. She's got ruby red lips, blonde hair, blue
0: eyes. And I'm about to bid my heart to fly. John Michael Montgomery sold the Grundy County Auction on Wax. 5 o'clock, this is 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire. We'll visit with another one of the finalists for Alice in Dairyland. Is there down in Walworth County now. Today, we'll visit with Julian Nunes from out in the Chippewa Falls-Tilden area. That'll be later on, but let's get some morning news.
2: NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. President Trump says he's on board with Colin Kaepernick getting another shot at the NFL. In an interview with Sinclair, the president said the former San Francisco quarterback should get signed if he deserves it. Kaepernick has not played in the NFL since 2016 when he started kneeling during the national anthem to protest racial injustice. Trump has called out Kaepernick's actions, saying it disrespects the flag and the country. The Oklahoma National Guard will be there for President Trump's rally in Tulsa on Saturday. Governor Kevin Stitt activated the guard at the request of the Tulsa Police Department. A department spokesperson said about 240 guard members will be on hand. A sheriff in Arizona is sick with coronavirus, and he only found out thanks to the White House. Dean Muccio explains.
5: Mark Lamb went to D.C. on Tuesday for President Trump's executive order on policing. He was screened like all visitors and revealed his positive result on Wednesday. He isn't giving details on whether he met with Trump, but says he still has no symptoms and will self-quarantine. Dean Mucho, NBC News Radio.
2: Oakland, California has opened an investigation into several nooses found hanging from trees in Lake Merritt Park on Tuesday. Mayor Libby Schaff says the nooses were taken down. They're being treated as a hate crime. And Seattle Police Chief Carmen Best says there's no cop-free zone in the city, despite the police abandoning a precinct in a neighborhood that's being called the Capitol Hill Occupied Protest. Protesters have taken up a few blocks where the city has put up barricades so emergency vehicles and other traffic can still get through while leaving room for demonstrations. Still, authorities say response times to 911 calls from the neighborhood have tripled with one resident complaining to local media that they're all sitting ducks for criminal activity. Best has made it clear she's not happy with the decision to pull police away from the area after protests over the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Three and a half minutes after 5 o'clock, we'll take a look at uh,
0: weather, we'll take a look at markets, and as we said, we'll talk to another one of the Alice finalists, Alice and Dairyland finalists from our area Busy morning, plus lots of markets, as always. Three and a half minutes now after 5 o'clock.
2: The savings are in motion at Shurrell Tire and Service Centers with the Factory Direct Tire Sale. Factory pricing on Kelly Tires now through June 27th. Kelly Edge Tires are hardworking for everyday driving. And get up to $150 in rebates on Goodyear Tires with a Goodyear credit card. Get to Shurrell Tire for the Factory Direct Tire Sale today. Find your Shurrell Tire and Service Center location at shurrelltire.com.
6: Shurl tire. prices,
7: period. Are you a farmer with at least $35,000 in gross receipts for 2019? Has your bottom line been affected by the COVID-19 pandemic? If so, you may be eligible to apply for aid payments from the state of Wisconsin. For more information, contact the Wisconsin Department of Revenue at 608-266-2772 or d-o-r farm support at wisconsin.gov
2: paid for by the wisconsin department of agriculture trade and consumer protection
7: smith funeral chapel smith
8: Chapel ec.com
2: for those who work in
4: acres not in hours wax 104.5 and the midwest farm report
0: and if you've been trying to apply for some of that aid through the Department of Revenue, yes, the phone number is 608 266 2772. And if you want to uh, try the email, it is a little tricky. It's Department of Revenue Farm Support at Wisconsin.gov. But this is how it looks it's capital D O R F and then small letters A R M and then a capital S. And then, the rest of support is small. And then at wisconsin.gov, so it's uh, kind of confusing if you haven't seen how it works. But uh, again, we'll, we've got it here. And if you have a question or whatever, but uh, if you get frustrated, write down that phone number six zero eight two six six two seven seven two. Weatherwise, well, we're gonna have another nice, hot haymaking day today at the upper eighties. Tonight clouds are gonna move in tomorrow. Pretty darn good chance we're going to have rain, upper 70s. Same thing on Saturday, upper 70s. Partly sunny on Sunday, Low 80s, rain on Monday. And then uh, Sunday, or Tuesday rather, turning partly sunny with temperatures, well, back in the upper 70s. So not a bad period of weather. We can use some, uh, some rain, that's for sure. Around Wisconsin right now, we've got uh, Rice Lake at 65, Medford at 55, Wausau 61, Marshfield 62, La Crosse 65, Green Bay also at 65, Milwaukee at 64, Madison at 63, and we're about 64 here in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area, again, on our way to about 88. Another nice, hot day in the valley. All right, we've got markets to look at, too, on this Thursday morning. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance.
4: The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: And we take a look at the uh, Midwest Farm Report and our markets this morning. Again, that's brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. That's part of the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation. And news from the Farm Bureau is Kim Picorny has been selected as Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation's chief administrative officer. Dale Beatty had that job. And he left that position, oh, I don't know, a month or two ago, Scott. How long ago was it that he left? Oh, that's a couple months now, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Pocorny will uh, oversee all day-to-day operations and staff for the uh, Farm Bureau down in Madison. And uh, she's got a lot of background. She served as the executive director for the Wisconsin Veterinary Medical Association. She led operations of the organization. Additionally, she led the uh, Food Armor Foundation. And prior to her involvement with the uh, WVMA, the Veterinarian Organization, Pokorny served as a program manager for the Professional Dairy Producers of Wisconsin. So again, Kim Pokorny takes over as the uh, new Chief Administrative Officer of the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation. And I don't know, is is that a bonus or not that she gets to work so close with Joe Brogger? Kim and Joe together should be good. (laughs) I'm sure it will. Good folks, that's for sure. All right, we've got Rural Mutual Insurance in our markets. Where are we at livestock wise? Fed beef steers are at ninety to
1: one hundred five with mixed eighty to eighty nine and a half. Fed beef heifers at eighty five to one hundred five with mixed eighty and a half to eighty four and three quarters. Fed Holstein steers are at eighty two to eighty nine and a half with select and choice at sixty to eighty one. Cows are at forty four to sixty eight. Bulls, 81 to 91 and a half. On the hog side, butcher hogs are at 20 and down. Sows, 12 to 15. Boars, 5 and down. New crop market lambs are at 140 to 155. And old crop lambs are at 80 to 107. Feeder lambs are at 85 to 157 and a half.
0: Very good. Well, you go drink more Revolution Coffee, and uh, we're going to hear from Julian Nunes here, and then we'll catch up with you later on. Indy. All righty, that's Mr. Scott and again more of our rural mutual insurance market report. At the Mercantile Exchange, cattle and hog futures yesterday closed higher. June cattle 9650, that was up 17. August cattle 9685, that was up 7. October 9982 up 7 and December at 10387 that about uh, unchanged. Turning to <coughs> excuse me, turning to feeder cattle for August, the feeders closed at one hundred thirty three fifty seven, that was up seventy cents. September feeders one hundred thirty four ninety five up a half a dollar. October at one hundred thirty five seventy two, that was up twenty five. November at one hundred thirty six thirty two, that was up twenty two. And January one hundred thirty five fifty, that was up twenty seven. Lead Hog Carcass Contracts July at forty nine sixty five, that was unchanged. August hogs. that was up 15. We had the October hog contract, 51.22, up a half a dollar. December hogs at 52.15, that was up 42. And the Board of Trade, mostly higher overnight. July corn up 2 cents at 3.32. The oats down a fraction at 3.04. July wheat up 2 at 4.91. July soybeans up a penny at 8.72. Meal up 40 cents a ton at $288.20. Barrel cheese was up a half a cent yesterday to 233 a pound. The blocks were unchanged at 250. And the butter down two and a quarter to 180 a pound. Class three, June up 11 at 2075. Got July up 37 in 1979. August now over $18. 1809, that was up 20 cents. September up a dime at 1746. October was unchanged at 1681. All right, we've got 11 and a half minutes after 5 o'clock, looking for a mostly sunny day today, high in the upper 80s. And we're going to hear from another one of those great, great young ladies from our area who are heading to Walworth County right now
2: to try and be our next Alice in Dairyland. That's next. Macy's has opened most stores and has a very special friends and family offer in time for Father's Day. Get an extra 30% off the perfect gift for Dad, like a new swimsuit or sandals. Now at Macy's. Exclusions may apply.
4: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: Oh, in just a short period of time, two, three weeks, we will know who our next Allison Dairyland is. Unfortunately, because of the coronavirus pandemic, we won't be able to attend live, you might know, and we have four of the six finalists from western Wisconsin vying to be our next Allison Dairyland. One of those is Julia Nunes, and Julia grew up on the family dairy farm in the Tilden area in Chippewa County, and, uh, Julia, first of all, your reaction when you found out you're a finalist, but then you found out because of this virus we wouldn't have a live finals. What, what kind of things went through your mind?
6: I guess through my mind I was just, first of all, excited and so overjoyed that I was one of the finalists. Growing up I got to see Alice at all different types of events. So it was kind of crazy that I could possibly be Alice in Dairyland And now to have the finals kind of shift to a a virtual setting, I just think that the finals will definitely be different this year, but they're not going to be any less exciting or important for any of us. So it will just be a a whole different event this year.
0: Has it changed your preparation for the finals, knowing you won't be doing it in front of a, a live audience, more of an online experience? Has that changed how you prepare at all? In a way,
6: yes. Some of the events that we have been preparing ourselves for have changed so we won't be doing um, some of the industry tours that usually go along with the Allison Dairyland finals so we've we've been um, preparing events virtually instead of preparing speeches Um, but otherwise most of the events and the things that they're having us doing are, are still the same so we're still preparing speeches and getting ready for TV interviews and radio interviews that we'll we'll do during the finals here in the next couple of weeks.
0: Julia, you grew up, of course, on the family dairy farm there in, in Chippewa County. What do you think you can take away from that as far as sharing not only the dairy farm experience, but the, the rural experience with people that Alice comes into contact with during her year?
6: For me, I grew up working just about every day outside on the farm with my parents, helping Take care of calves and milk cows so i understand how much work farmers put in to operations i know that it's an everyday it's a lifestyle and i think that i can communicate that and share my agriculture experiences with people i know how much how much time and effort it takes just to to work outside every day and it's really a lifestyle like i said so i would i think i can really Share that with people who might not have grown up on an agriculture background or know a lot about
0: that. And I've watched you and your sisters grow up. I've seen you at the fair, and one of the things I've always noticed about uh, about you guys, you kids, you've always got a smile on your face, and you love engaging other kids and adults. You're you're not afraid. You you like to work with people, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I love
6: I love meeting people or answering questions, whether it's at the fair or. If we have people out at my parents' farm, I love sharing our message and what we do and why we do it. So I think that that's something that will just carry through into this Alice and Dairyland experience for me.
0: And Julia, after high school, track your activities. Where'd you go? What'd you do to get prepared for this and for what you may want to do in the future in agriculture after hopefully a stint is Alice and Dairyland.
6: Uh, I attended Chippewa Falls High School and graduated from there in 2015. And then after that, I attended the University of Minnesota in the Twin Cities, where I majored in animal science and agricultural communication and marketing, and then graduated from there about a year ago in May of 2019. Then I got a job at a hemp farm in River Falls, and since then I've just been preparing for in Dairyland. Another thing that helped me really prepare for this was I served as the Northern Wisconsin State Fairs fair Service of the fair in twenty seventeen and that really got me thinking more about Alice in Dairyland and just communicating with the public and attending events. So that was something that really helped me prepare for this, I
0: think. After that, uh, career in the dairy industry or agriculture of some kind, or you're open for options?
6: I'm I'm open for options. I'm definitely the dairy industry is where my passion lies, dairy industry or, or dairy products. I love cheese, so I'd love to get into dairy products marketing somehow, but I'm not limiting my options. I'm, I'm down for just about anything in agriculture.
0: And we uh, know that you'll do a good job wherever you end up after, <laughs> hopefully, a stint as Alice in Dairyland. Julia, good luck in the finals coming up. Thank you so much, Bob. All right, that's Julia Nunes again. Well, you heard from three of them. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't want to be a judge having to select Allison Dairyland uh, from those three, plus three others that I know are going to be just as good. We'll hear from one more from our area tomorrow, Grace Schrader from down in the Cashton area, and she, like the other three, is very well-spoken, very knowledgeable, and uh, well. I'll tell you, I don't think it's not in the back of my mind to try and recruit <laughs> one or two of them to take this job when yours truly steps down which uh hopefully <laughs> hopefully is sooner rather than later but uh, i think there's just some <laughs> great great young talent there scott what do you think
1: uh yeah. i i judge it but you know i i don't know no those are hard to pick those yeah, are really hard are. to pick uh between there's a lot of sharp people out there let me tell you you know, folks. Over the years, uh, always pick on the young folks, and uh, there are some good, good people out there coming up, and I hope so, because they're going to have to be taking care of us pretty soon here, Robert.
0: Oh, absolutely, in more ways than one. Well, let's take a look at some farm news. What's going on?
1: Well, another iconic farm program in Wisconsin is feeling the effects of COVID-19's pandemic. Officials at the University of Wisconsin-Madison College of Agriculture and Life Sciences say the Farm and Industry Short Course will not be on campus this year, but instead will be done online. Short Course leaders say they will offer two core courses during each of the program's two terms. During the fall term, which begins in late October, the program will offer business principles in agricultural management and introduction to soils. In the spring, students could take the business of agriculture and agribusiness feasibility planning. That program has been held on the Madison campus for more than 100 years.
0: And I remember when I was on campus down there in the the, uh, early 70s, those short course boys... And at that time that's what it was. Short course boys. They had fun in Madison. They were enjoying the short course. I'll tell you that. Uh, yep, but that they was learned my experience a lot but, uh, they, the, yep. but the professors, you know, and they get professors like taught the regular classes for regular students, they taught the short course boys too. So they got a a lot of good education, that's for sure. So, The short course is a program that's envied by many, many states, but it's over 100 years old, but it will not go away. It'll just change a little bit. All right, we'll catch up with you a little bit later on and get uh, get some more of our farm news. Indeed. All right, there goes Scott this morning. And uh, we're going to hear about dicamba. Yeah, we all heard about, uh, well, three of the four labels have been vacated.
3: What about the fourth one, and what does that mean going forward? A lot of folks around here are breathing easier because of Grace Home Respiratory. They appreciate that Grace Home Respiratory is a local company that puts customer service first. They appreciate that Grace Home Respiratory provides an array of medical equipment, services, and supplies to help their recovery and enhance their quality of life. They appreciate that Grace Home Respiratory has the experience and qualifications that exceed their expectations. So when you need home medical equipment and services, turn to Grace Home Respiratory not only for the equipment you need, but for their dedicated staff of respiratory therapists who are on call 24 hours a day. To find out more, call Grace Home Respiratory at 715-832-7377 or online at ghr-ec.com.
2: Grace Home Respiratory hopes for you, health, and safety in this uncertain time with the COVID-19 pandemic. At Grace Home Respiratory, they know we will get through this together.
4: Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: For growers the rest of this growing season, is dicamba a possibility or is it not? Robbie Personette joins us now. He's with the Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection. He is the Chief Agricultural Chemical Program Director. And, uh, Robbie, first of all, did this court decision come as a surprise? Were we expecting this, or what uh, What was your reaction when you heard that the... Uh, that tenth circuit uh, voted to cancel that label.
9: Uh, it was a it was uh, a surprise. Yes, uh, it was something I know that there. There's, as you're well aware, there are multiple circuit courts out there where there are several cases going on, and we do try our best to keep an eye on some of the cases that apply, particularly to uh, our program areas. But it was somewhat of a surprise. Um, I think the uh, um, the bigger surprise was the. Uh, finality
0: of it. What do you mean by well, by the finality of it? Is this different uh, from other decisions we've had
3: before?
9: Yeah, some of the other decisions that we've had before, uh, there was a uh, decision from the same court, in fact, a decision that had came out uh, in uh, September of 2015 regarding an insecticide, the active ingredient of the insecticide is the And the Ninth Circuit Court had uh, said that the uh, um, EPA, in essence, Uh, didn't do its due diligence in the registration process and the issue at that time was with uh, pollinators. Um, And so when they um, uh, directed the EPA or they ruled that the uh, uh, registration had to be canceled, it did give a time frame or it did give the EPA some type of uh, uh, allowance in determining how are we going to stop applications, how are we going to uh, uh, address the returning of the uh, product and so forth. Whereas, this order came in and it said uh, registration is vacated effective June 3rd. And what it didn't do is uh, say how are you going to turn product? How are you, if you've got the product on hand, can you continue to use it? So those were the questions that the order didn't address. And and uh, on June 8th, the EPA came out and came out with some type of. Uh, uh, guidance or or the actual cancellation order or the registration but they also had given some examples of when the product could or couldn't be used so the uh, uh, the how quick it came or or the the uh, sudden impact that it had to the industry and to producers uh, that was what was more of a um, that was something that I've not seen in my experiences before.
0: so take us through then when the EPA stepped in on June eighth and uh, said that July 31st we can use it if it's in our possession. What does that mean, in our possession? It has to be on the farm or it's ordered from our co-op or whoever does our spraying. What does that mean?
9: Yeah, so the EPA came out with their cancellation order for the three dicamba containing products uh, um, July, or I'm sorry, June 8th. And they had uh, what you could do within the order, what you could do with existing stocks. Um, And the EPA said via a policy decision that they had made in the early 90s they defined what the existing SOX policy was and they wanted to make sure that it was consistent with that policy because since uh... since the early 90s i think it was 91 but since that time frame when they uh... developed that policy they, uh, there's been other products over over the course of the last 25-30 years that have went through cancellations whether it be voluntary from the registrant or the product is uh, just not re-registered, and, or, or for other reasons. But what they did is they came in with four uh, issues, and one of them was how it can be distributed. So I've got this, a uh, uh, company has this product, for example. Uh, we'll say one of the local co-ops, they have the product on hand. I need to get rid of if they have to get rid of it, how do they do it? And so the, the uh, uh, June 8th cancellation order gave them direction on how to do that. If you're a manufacturer or a registrant, say, here in Wisconsin, uh, and you're manufacturing this product, how do you get rid of it? And in essence, or essentially what a, uh, to get rid of the product, it would go back to the registrant or the manufacturer, or it could go to a distributor that would then in turn take it back to a registrant or a manufacturer, or you could uh, dispose of it accordingly uh, through a, a waste, uh, a waste uh, uh, hauler uh, disposal, uh, landfill method, things like that. So that was what was uh, one of the the area or one point of the order that was highlighted. The other point of the order was highlighted on the use of the product. And so where the use of the product comes in and it says that uh, you can under certain, and I'm paraphrasing the order, of course, but under certain conditions, you can use the product up to July 31 of this year. And so the folks that can use the product are, and I'll give you the example of if I'm a producer or I'm a grower, and I purchased the product earlier this year, or late last winter when I was doing my planning, and I have the product on hand in my, uh, my barn, my storage area, my garage, whatnot.
10: If the producer has
9: that product on hand, she or he can use that product up to July 31st and in accordance with the label of the product that they have.
0: So as far as the order that came out, we had four labels. Three of them were canceled, why wasn't all four canceled why weren't all four canceled
9: so the three labels that were canceled were uh canceled because they had been registered with the epa at the same time which was in 2018. so this product came out this technology came out about three years ago uh the seed came out a year before the uh chemical came out and when the products came out, they were under what the EPA calls a conditional registration. And what that does is it says that the EPA essentially looks at it and says, all right, we're going to give you a conditional registration. Uh, we're not going to give you a full-blown registration. And what that allows the EPA to do is say if there are problems, we can look at things immediately rather than going through the re-registration process. And so these three products were registered in sometime in the 2015-2016 uh, time frame. We had a significant label revision after the first year that they were registered, so they uh, went through the process again. And then ultimately it came up to when they were registered in 2018, all three of these products, because that was the last time they had a major label change and, and then a major analysis. The EPA did a major analysis on, on the, the product, uh, um, the environmental analysis and, what, and so forth. The reason that the fourth product, which is Tavium, and that's the Syngenta product, the fourth product was registered in 2019. So it didn't fall into the same grouping as the, the uh, three products. It had its own registration. And so when the, when the Ninth Circuit Court issued its uh, vacate order, the, um, uh, the case was based off of the three uh, products that were registered in 2018, rather than the one that was in 2019.
0: So the possibility is the Syngenta product could be canceled as well eventually.
9: Um, I haven't seen any. uh, I haven't seen anything related to court cases, or I haven't seen anything that the EPA has put out on canceling Tavium, which is the Syngenta product. Um, So my my. uh, I mean, we're obviously going to monitor it, but. I haven't seen any rumbling, heard any rumblings. that having them maybe next in line. And for the EPA to cancel something, um, it it have to go through a formal process. That was the other surprising thing with the vacate order from the circuit court was that it was instantaneous. As of June 3rd, this product is no longer allowed for use or distribution.
0: And again, that's Robbie Personette, who is the uh, chief of the uh, egg chemical program at the Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection with how this all came about. And it really wasn't the company's fault. It was the EPA that didn't do its job as far as, uh, you know, crossing its T's and dotting its I's as far as uh, putting this product on the market. All right, we're going to get to markets next. Speaking of that, Rocky's going to join us from Premier Livestock. Farmers, are you thinking about taking advantage of these low fuel prices? You can by buying a new farm fuel tank direct from the manufacturer. 1,550-gallon farm tanks are in stock at USEMCO. USEMCO fuel tanks go through a rigorous process of sandblasting, followed by a urethane coating to prevent rusting. Full factory warranty, and they're easy to move, too, with a skid-type design. Get the best quality fuel tank and the best pricing by buying direct. Call Cal at 608-372-5911. USEMCO, highways 12 and 12. 16 on the east side of toma
4: keeping it rural wax 104.5 and the midwest farm report
0: and here we go premier livestock rocky olson is with us good morning rocky well is that five inches of rain you guys got in Lublin still usable or is it all gone
11: well depends how it lays your land but uh no we need rain we definitely need rain yeah
0: i think we do that's for sure it's uh, dusty around the feedlots hey what's going on with uh, the market there it's thursday already
11: Thank you, uh, Bob. Uh, good morning, everyone. I saw yesterday's dairy cattle auction shaped up. We saw uh, 200 head of dairy cattle yesterday with one parlor freestall herd. Uh, market very strong. Top Supreme Holstein fresh cows, 1750 to 2000. Uh, we had lots of good cows from 1200 to 17 and a quarter. We had extremely good spring and heifers yesterday. Uh, most of them bring AI sired, AI bred, selling from 1350 to 17 and a half. Last Friday, uh, we saw a 240 Head dispersal, top end fresh cows 1,800 to 2,250. Uh, Market's substantially higher on the top dairy cows and close springers. Higher milk prices, stimulus money's kicking in pretty hard. This Friday, uh, we got a special monthly dairy heifer auction. We're expecting 350 to 400 head of dairy heifers. Uh, We'll sell opens, breads, and springers. Call in your consignments. Next week, Wednesday, uh, dairy cattle auction. We have an outstanding lineup of dairy cattle. We have a complete herd dispersal of 70. 5 registered red and white and red factor dairy cows. They're tie stall, they're freestall adapted, 75 pound tank average, four butter fat, 150 cell count, uh, really milking strong with no TMR. They're an excellent herd. They're coming from Al, vicky and Chad stefan out of Greenwood, Wisconsin. Uh, we're also selling over 40 fresh two and three year old parlor freestall cows, milking 85 to 125. Uh, we also have a grazing herd. Don't forget, uh, next Friday, uh, that's going to be our machinery auction. We are taking machinery consignments daily, uh, but Monday that will be the cutoff for the machinery auction. Actually, we're not taking any small items without proper. Uh, without a, if you guys got to call them in if you have them, uh, we just got a very big auction. Uh, full listing of that uh, on our website, PremierLivestockAndAuctions.com, and that's the way it shaped
0: up, Bob. Where in the world are you going to park all these people if you got that much in your lot?
11: Well, it's always an issue.
0: Got to walk but up the highway, huh?
11: They park right up on seventy-three. We yeah. get the permit, and that's where they park. Well,
0: that's good. You always know there's something going on there. That's for sure. Yeah. All well, right. Well, you have a uh, a good day. And does the heat bother any cattle this weekend? Or you, you got you know the right? one thing? It, it's
11: not that it hasn't been plenty warm, but the humidity ain't been yeah, that bad. Yeah, so that's we, true. That's you true. Know, and we've had a good breeze. So
0: good stuff. All right. All right, thank you. You bet. There goes Rocky Olson over there at Premier Livestock in the Withy area. As again, he's, he's looking for rain over in that part of the country as well. So, again, make sure that uh, you've got your hay up. If you got it down, get it up. All right, some things uh, once again. Oh, also I got a note uh, overnight from the Granton Area Schools. They're going to have a drive-through dairy, but that's not until July 19th. So when that gets closer, we'll tell you about that. But today's event is the uh, Dairy to Go event, sponsored by uh, Chippewa Valley Energy, Lagrander's Hillside Dairy, Hanson's IGA, Quick Trip, uh, Chippewa County Milk Promoters, and of course the Stanley Boyd FFA. It'll be at Chapman Park from four to six this afternoon, and uh, you can drive through. And again, if you you know don't be driving through just to take it home if you really don't need it. But for folks that do need this help, it's really nice. It's a gallon of whole milk a pound of butter, and two pounds of LaGrander's Hillside Dairy. And uh, you're going to get some cheese from Lagrander. So again, they're hoping uh, to serve about 200 families. So get over there from four to six this afternoon. And uh, they hope to share a photo of you and your family enjoying dairy to go on social media. So bring your big smile and Take home some milk, some butter, and some uh, cheese from LaGrander's Hillside Dairy. All right, so that's coming up this afternoon, 4 to 6. Let's get over to Skywarn 13, because we've got Kelly Slift over there. Hello,
12: Kelly. Morning. Well, another hot, sunny day for making hay, huh? Yeah, I mean, you know, yesterday was really warm. We got up to uh, 86, I believe, was the high, so... It's going to be another very warm afternoon as we get up to about 88. So our normal high is about 80 degrees this time of the year. And one thing we will see is that breeze coming in out of the south. We haven't really seen the humidity uh, with this warm spell that we've had over the last couple of days. That may increase just a little bit today, but I really don't see real humid weather as we are watching a front that's off to our west. It's producing a pretty good uh, line of showers and storms, but it is running into this drier air. And as that tries to move into western Wisconsin, I think a lot of those storms in uh, parts of Minnesota and Iowa will fizzle as they try to move into western Wisconsin. But by this evening, as that front moves a little bit closer, I think that chance of storms will ramp up as we get toward a sunset. Otherwise, we should see a mostly sunny, very warm, breezy day. Again, up to about 88. A chance for some late evening thunderstorms rolling through. Then we'll see partly cloudy skies overnight, 65. Partly cloudy tomorrow, there is a slight chance for some showers. It won't be quite as warm as we get up to 81. Saturday, partly cloudy skies with a chance for some more showers and storms, high of 80. Right now in Eau Claire with the sunshine. Currently, we're sitting at 65 degrees. I'm Sky Warren 13, meteorologist Kelly Slifkin.
0: About an hour, hour and a half ago, I checked your radar and i saw that big line was out west of the twin cities
12: and it was a long line from north to south Did it, it move much uh, well it's been moving but the, the problem with it trying to reach western wisconsin yeah. it's running into this dry air so i don't think that'll hit us we might start to see some of those high clouds associated with those storms but i don't think until we get into the evening hours we'll see any of that rain here
0: all right so we'll uh, keep her keep our eye to the west see the rain that's right thank you sir you're welcome so get your hake put up today if you got it down. All right, what do we got? Uh, 23 minutes before 6 o'clock. We'll check in with Scott here in a moment and find out what's going on uh, in the news this morning, some of the other news, plus some more of the agricultural news. So uh, we'll get, catch Scott, and we'll do that next. Let, let's do it right now. How you doing? Yeah, okay. Uh, All right. <laughs> yeah, Okay. <laughs> He's ready to go. So, uh, ready to go. Yeah. Well, we got to call. I know you got other regular news, but a uh, couple of things going on in Wisconsin in our news. Give us those uh, two stories on the on the bottom of our news page before you get into the other news.
1: You bet. As you mentioned today, from four to six p.m. at Chapman Park and Stanley, the Stanley Boyd FFA is having a dairy-to-go event. The first 200 families needing food going through the line will receive a gallon of milk, a pound of butter, and two pounds of Legrander's Hillside Dairy Cheese. On Sunday, Pepin County will host a drive-through dairy breakfast at two locations at the O'Galley Cheese and Comrose Sales just outside of Durand. That will start at 730, and every car will get a bag with enough food to feed four people in a while ago we talked about how much food that was, and it's plenty, let me tell you.
0: And, and otherwise also, going on in the also, area news. Well, let's, let's get, go one story up, because we got another Wisconsin ag story, if you want to go over the other side of the state.
1: Well, we can do that, too, yeah, because that's, a well, a tart story. It won't be long. It'll be time to head for Door County to pick this year's tart cherry crop, and growers are hoping it'll be bigger than last year. In 2019, the crop was down 17%, producing just more than 9 million pounds, and that's with 100 more acres of trees. The poor weather took yields down to 5,700 pounds an acre, about 1,500 pounds less than last year. Michigan is far and away the leader in tart cherry with Wisconsin a distant fourth. Ooh, those cherries are good over there in the Door County area.
0: It's about the only place we grow them, that's for sure. But,
1: uh, Absolutely. Yeah. All right,
0: now what else is going on?
1: All right. In local and state news, investigators in Russ County say the suspect in a double murder there confessed to shooting his grandparents. Court documents say that Adam Roslowski blamed another suspect in the case for the shooting, but later told deputies that he shot his grandmother. Roslowski and two teenagers are being held for the double murder earlier this month at his grandparents' home. Those court documents suggest Roslowski might have killed his grandparents because he wanted their truck. A Minnesota man is facing a return to Wisconsin for the 2016 disappearance of a Buffalo County woman. Police in Minnesota arrested Randall Merrick yesterday. He was Beth Johnson's boyfriend back in 2016. She hasn't been seen since December of that year. Investigators aren't saying what led him to arrest Mar- them to arrest Merrick. He's due to face charges in Buffalo County. The man suspected of killing two people, shooting at a La Crosse County deputy, then starting a house fire still is being sought. Jefferson County Sheriff's Office officials, the Wisconsin State Patrol and investigators with the State Department of Justice yesterday said 68-year-old Kevin Anderson should be considered armed and extremely dangerous. Authorities say the home that burned Tuesday in the town of Sumner was Anderson's parents' home. The names of the two people found dead in the driveway of the home haven't been released. The state's Department of Health Services yesterday said the latest daily positive test rate for coronavirus was about 2.5% in Wisconsin. That's about the same as every day for the past week. DHS officials yesterday confirmed 256 positive tests and over 9,000 negative tests. The state reported nine new deaths. Students at UW-Madison had better get used to using face masks. They'll be wearing them often this fall. The university yesterday released its reopening plan. Students will be required to wear masks on campus, in classrooms, and walking to and from their dormitories. Students will also have to take their temperature, take part in a tracing program, and keep distance from each, each other Classes will change. Small classes will be going on as usual, but any class larger than 50 people will be split and taught half online. All classes will move online after Thanksgiving break. Want to make things happen,
0: Bob. Yeah, they really do. So, golly, hopefully we can get this uh, education system back on track because it's really frustrating for teachers and students and administration, that's for sure.
1: And you probably ran around the the UW campus in 1969 or so with a mask on anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah, but there was a different reason for that. (laughs) Take (laughs) us to the markets. Get us started on the markets.
1: Hey, let's go over to the Equity Baron Barn to hear the latest report from Casey.
10: Just a reminder we'll be having a special sheep and goat sale this Saturday, June 20th at 10 a.m. For today's sale, Choice Holstein Steers sold from 81 to 85. Unfinished steers and heifers sold from 80 and down. Cull cows today we topped out at 68.50, with the top 20% selling from 60 to 68. 60% sold from 52 to 59, and the bottom 20% was selling from 51 and down. Cull bulls today were selling from 50 to 80. Quality Holstein bull calves were selling from 60 to 120. 127.50, we topped out at 130. Light and poor quality calves were selling from 57, 50 and down, and Holstein feeder steers were selling from 60 to 74. If you have any questions about today's sale or the upcoming sheep and goat sale, please contact Al at 608-477-5825. Thank you, and have a good day.
2: Macy's has opened most stores and has a very special friends and family offer in time for Father's Day. Get an extra 30% off the perfect gift for Dad, like a new swimsuit or sandals. Now at Macy's. Exclusions may apply.
4: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: So let's continue with the sale barn activity. Get on to Sparta and find out from Ron Knutson how his sale went.
13: The slaughter come mark today steady with 20% of the cows at 68 to 78, 60% of the cows at 55 to 68, and 20% of the cows at 55 in town. Slaughterable market steady with the high-yielding commercial bulls at 80 to 90, with Deer Canter lightweight utility bulls at 80 in town. Fed cattle on a steady to weak tone with a choice overnight beef steers and heifers, one, 1 to $1.05. We topped at $1.07. Select the choice beef steers and heifers at $90 to $1. Your choice dairy cross steers and heifers at $88 to 96 Your choice overnight Holstein steers at $83 to 86 dollars half Choice Holstein 75 to $82 with your standard select steers and heifers at $75 and down. The replacement calf market steady with the top Holstein bull calves at $80 to $1.25 a pound. Heifer calves at $20 to $40. And the good beef that calves, $1.75 to $2.50 a pound. And just a reminder that on this next Thursday, June 18th, will be our next dairy feeder cattle sale. Dairy cattle at noon, feeder cattle starting at 1230. And this has been Rod Knutson at the Equity Livestock Market at Sparta. Have a good day. Ah, you have a good day
0: too, Rod. Let's get over to the Stratford Equity Barn. Jerry Fitzgerald is with us. Good morning, Jerry. Another beautiful, warm, sunny day.
14: Bob, good morning to you. Yes, it is just another very nice. Well, we're not technically in summer yet, but another very nice day. And these are the these are the days that we kind of look forward to when we talk in uh, well January and February, whenever winter is. Uh, so that's kind of really can't restrict that to January and February anymore either. But uh, but no, very nice morning, and again a nice haymaking day. But a lot of hay down. Yes, a lot of hay made yesterday. A lot to go for today. So uh, I guess. Today would probably be uh, the day to get her up because you it bet. looks like rain coming in for tomorrow, huh?
0: Absolutely. Later tonight into tomorrow, so get her off the field. Well, get us caught up. It's Thursday. What's happening to Stratford?
14: All right, Bob. Thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. Summary from yesterday, Wednesday, here at Equity Stratford. I'll start out with the feeder cattle auction yesterday. A good demand continues on, on the feeder cattle. Uh, lighter weight beef steers and heifers yesterday. Uh, selling in a range mostly from $1.12 to $1.67 and a half. Heavier beef steers and heifers, uh, mostly from $95 to $1.29. Holstein feeder steers, about all weights of Holsteins. Uh, good quality Holsteins sell between 72 and $105. And uh, plainer cattle, horned non-vaccinated cattle, uh, below 65 on the Holsteins. Now we get into the market auction yesterday. Uh, market cows, uh, high-yielding utility cows on yesterday's sale, were are selling from 58 to 64.5. Uh, most of the cows yesterday's auction from 45 to 57, and thin cows, light carcass cows, below 45. Fat cattle trade, choice grading Holstein steers, mostly from 77 to 87. High-yielding choice Holsteins yesterday from 88 to 91.5, and, a half, and uh, select grading cattle under finished cattle, and getting a lot of these big, bigger, heavier, over-finished cattle, 75 and below. Now in the calf market, the replacement Holstein bull calves, uh, from uh, those good-quality 9,230-pounders uh, from 75 to 145 on yesterday's sale, cows a fairly limited demand. Yes, uh, mostly from twenty to fifty. Beef calves continue to be in good demand, one hundred to two fifty. And today, Thursday here in Stratford, we get underway this morning at eleven o'clock market auction. Also selling baby calves, and that'll be around the noontime start today. And just keep in mind, our next hay sale that will be next uh, next Tuesday, June the twenty-third, and also our next dairy sale that will be into July. Now the first in July, which will be July the 7th. And as we mentioned yesterday, a few folks in the dairy business, we do have a lot of good quality cattle listed on our website for private treaty sale. So you can view that all on our website, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page, or you call us 715-687-4101. So, Bob, that's where we have the folks this morning. Folks, enjoy the day. Um, I don't think it's going to be super warm on anything about heat index on cattle, but still a good idea. Get them on the road early this morning, and then we'll get them sold and before it gets real warm this afternoon. So, And you'll probably be a good day to take the old
0: convertible out for a ride, huh? Yeah, I've had it out the last couple of days. It, uh, it's very nice because there's not a lot of humidity, so it's uh, very livable, that's for sure. Enjoy it, sir. We'll talk to you in the morning. Sounds good, Bob. Thank you much. There he goes, Jerry Fitzgerald over at Stratford got 65 degrees. We'll get about 88 today with lots of sunshine. The savings are in
2: motion at Shurrell Tire and Service Centers with the Factory Direct Tire Sale. Factory pricing on Kelly Tires now through June 27th. Kelly Edge Tires are hardworking for everyday driving. And get up to $150 in rebates on Goodyear Tires with a Goodyear credit card. Get to Shurrell Tire for the Factory Direct Tire Sale today. Find your Shurrell Tire and Service Center location at ShurrellTire.com.
5: Shurl tire!
0: Agriculture.
4: It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5
0: and the Midwest Farm Report. And let's get over to tree livestock in the Thorpe area now. And uh, Michelle is joining us. How are you, my dear? I'm doing well, and yourself? Well, I'm doing well, too. I bet you're a lot easier to get along with in this kind of weather, aren't you, than when we get uh, 65 and drizzle and all that stuff. No, this
8: is beautiful. You can't yeah, complain on really a day
0: like this. It really is. so. Well, so you got... Uh, Father's Day all set up for a stretch, and well, um, how many now? How many of your boys have kids? Just a little little granddaughter.
8: Just one, yep. And then if you call, if you count the puppies, we have three. So, so four all total. One little girl and four and three puppies, or three dogs, I should say. So we're counting them as well.
7: Oh well,
0: that's that's very inclusive. That's very nice of you. <laughs> <laughs> so Isn't what are you it? doing? You doing anything? You doing anything special, or what are you doing? Yeah, if we're gonna have a get together on Saturday. So, so what fun. are you gonna what are you gonna make? You gonna grill hamburgers and brats for the dogs as well as the people?
8: No, no, well, no. If they're no, part no. of the
0: family. You gotta give them something,
8: <laughs> huh? Yeah, I'll get them a bone. <laughs>
0: There's gonna <laughs> oh, be a bone someplace. God. I can give them. Well, that's better than nothing. All right. Well, how'd the sale go last night? It's kind of warm, wasn't it? <laughs>
8: Uh, it was warm, but we made it through it, and I'll tell you all about it. Thank you, Bob. Summing up the sale from Wednesday, June 17th at Turing Livestock Market. In the cow Market, we kept at 72 with a consignment by Heath Farms of Tony. 80% of the cows were from 48 and above. Market cows were 58 to 67. Low-yielding cows, 50 to 57. Thin and weak cows, 48 and down. In the Holstein Steer Market, Choice and Prime, 76 to 87. Selects were 73 and down. In the bull market, high yielding beef tips came in at 70 to 84 and a half with the utilities at 65 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality hosting bull calves, were so from 85 to $132 per head. We tapped at $134 with a consignment by Laverne Schneider of Withy. Lighter and lower quality calves, $30 per head and down. Holstein heifer calves were 10 to $70 per head, beef calves 90 to 245 per head. In the hog market, there was no test on the butchers. Sells were 12 to 20. Fours were 9 and down. Our next sale will be Monday, June 22nd. We'll start with cows at 5 p.m. If you have a question or you'd like an on firm visit, give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And don't forget to check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. For all the us that in livestock, your family owned and operated market. Have a great day
0: you have a great day too have you ever been up uh by that tony area where they built this that school out in the country you know the big high school out there years ago no You've i
8: haven't or, maybe i have you know what when we get up in that tony winter yeah. area you know Lady I, Smith,
12: yeah hawkins,
8: yeah. well ladysmith yeah. well, Lady and hawkins and all that i'm very familiar with because we like to go skiing up in like bruce and so i'm familiar with that area but when I get to, like, winter and Tony and that, I kind of get, like, I, I'm disoriented, I guess, because hmm. there's a lot of country there, so I don't know where <laughs> I am
0: at half the time. <laughs> no, but they built that high but, school, at school, oh, man, it's many years ago now, but uh, the Heath family donated the 80 acres out there to build it, and they built it like a, a hip-roof dairy barn. So it's just oh, sh- yeah.
8: Hey, wait! No, if it's built like a dairy barn, then I did see it. Yeah, okay. I do know exactly beautiful, what it looks like. Okay, sure. Oh, I did not there. know they donated. Yeah, they it. That was, donated that's great. The land.
0: Yeah, that's quite a yeah, quite a nice family. Cool. They've been very, very much community minded. That's for sure. Just like awesome. the terrains are in Thorpe. We try. There we try. Go. There you go. All right. You have a great <laughs> weekend and uh, happy Father's Day to Greg. And we'll talk to you next week.
8: Hey, happy Father's Day to you,
0: and you enjoy the weekend as well. We'll do it. That's Michelle over at Treen Stock & Thor. Farmers, are you thinking about taking advantage of these low fuel prices? You can by buying a new farm fuel tank direct from the manufacturer. 1,550-gallon farm tanks are in stock at USEMCO. USEMCO fuel tanks go through a rigorous process of sandblasting, followed by a urethane coating to prevent rusting. Full factory warranty, and they're easy to move, too, with a skid-type design. Get the best quality fuel tank and the best pricing by direct, call Cal at 608-372-5911. USEMCO, highways 12 and 16 on the east side of Toma. Want to
4: save money? A-plus insulation services. A-plus insulation ec.com. A-plus insulation ec.com.
6: at Central Livestock.
4: The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax
0: 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Let's go to Central Livestock in Zombrota. Here's Pat Meckler with the numbers from there.
7: In the sheep and goat division, we had market lambs, a new crop, $1.40 to $1.55. The old crop lambs brought $80 to $1.07 fifty to seventy pound feeder lambs, eighty five to a dollar fifty five with the seventy to ninety pound feeder lambs from ninety five to a dollar fifty seven fifty. Slaughter use, utility and goods brought fifty to eighty five with the thin and call use from ten to fifty. In the goat division small goats forty to sixty pounds were at fifty five to one hundred and fifty dollars. Seventy to ninety pound goats brought one hundred eighty to two hundred and fifty one hundred twenty to two hundred and seventy five pound goats were at one hundred thirty five to four hundred dollars, with the nanny goats ranging from one hundred fifty five to three hundred dollars per head. And taking a look at the Tuesday feeder pig auction, we had some fifty to sixty pounders from forty to sixty dollars. Sixty to eighty pound pigs brought twenty to sixty seven fifty. We had eighty to one hundred pounders from thirty seven fifty to sixty dollars. Pigs weighing one hundred to one hundred fifty pounds, they brought from fifty to sixty five dollars per head.
6: Synergy Cooperative encourages all of Northwest Wisconsin to do their part during this unprecedented time. Keeping safe and also supporting our local businesses. And should you need anything at this time, Synergy Co-op has all their businesses open with extra safety measures in place. That includes the feed stores, agronomy offices, hardware stores, auto repair shops, propane service, gas stations, and convenience stores. And even their drive through restaurants like a
4: Wax one zero four point five and the Midwest Farm Report
0: and Synergy Cooperative bringing us our grain and dairy markets uh, on the board of trade this morning. July corn about two cents higher at three thirty two. The oats down a fraction at three zero four. July wheat up two at four ninety one. Soybeans up one at eight seventy two. July meal up forty cents a ton at two hundred eighty eight dollars and twenty cents. Country elevator prices on the DTN screen this morning. Uh, Doomer's Grain Service in Holman, Buck Country Grain in Arcadia. The cash corn delivered to those elevators, 307, and the soybeans today at 851. At Golden Plump corn's 312. At Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo, 283 with the beans at 824. Stevens Point has their soybeans at 798. Elsewhere around the area, the corn at Elkmount is 295. The beans at 829. Sparta's 288 and 817. And over at Ellsworth, corn's 275, beans at 824 ethanol plants Boysville 308 stanley 303 new richmond 297 barrel cheese up a half a cent at 233 a pound blocks unchanged at 250 butter down two and a quarter at a dollar 80. june class 3 up another 11 cents 2075 july up 37 1979 august up 20 at 1809 we've got september up a dime at 1746 october up six uh, uh, unchanged at 1681. Nice day today, and then we're going to get some rain, which uh, which we can use. So if you got to hay down, get it up. 68 right now, or about 65 rather.
12: We'll get about 88 today. I'm Doctor Amar Habib with Advent Health. Balancing taking care of yourself and others hasn't been easy lately, but it's okay to take care of you. We want you to know we're ready when you're ready. We're taking every precaution: social distancing, wearing masks, checking staff and patient temperatures daily, and quarantining patients when we need to. So you can put your health first and feel safe in our care. Let's start healing. Learn more at AdventHealth.com.
14: We'll turn that bottle up and. Dry.